Welcome or welcome back to The Company of the Cat. Today's video is a theory about the Boldons that I had for some time in mind. I uploaded it now because I will not upload the one about the Velaryons this weekend because of Christmas, obviously. Also, the hours in the lab are all over the place and I regret every decision I've ever taken since I was five. About the Boldons, though. I think at this point the majority of the fandom agrees that something is off with Ruse. But it's quite hard to pinpoint exactly what the heck is going on. The most popular theories I have seen are the Bolton theory. There is only one immortal Bolton patriarch who uses the skin of others, pretty close to what the faceless men of Bravos are doing. Others last half of the Ruse. Other Ruse again is immortal and changes his skin to cover himself. And Vampire Ruse drinks blood and changes his skin so he can cover the fact that he is immortal and the same person. If I forget some other major theory out there, Tell me in the comments. To be honest, even though most of them have some really good points and I get where they're coming from, still something is off and doesn't fit with the story and the world building. About the Bolton theory, I doubt we have a person that is alive for more than 6,000 years. It's a stretch even for a magical universe. I agree that it makes sense for him to have the vampire elements in the story but I still find them slightly random to be just that. When, one, we don't know vampires in general in our story, Madaniel and Sierra are the closest and still not similar to Ruse, and two, all the other classical masters references we have are changed enough to fit this specific universe. Zombies are whites, werewolves are wargs, Frankenstein and monsters, and monster is Kyburn and Robert Strong. All of them have this Martin-esque Touch. So, if House Bolton represents the vampires in our story, which makes sense, since the drop Werewolves versus Vampires, Starks versus Bolton, in Asoyaf, is common, but the whole vampire stick should work differently. So, here is my contribution to the tinfoil. Rus has some very weird and very specific descriptions from many people. Rus Bolton, Lord of Dreadfort, had a small voice, his eyes were curiously pale, and his look disturbing. He had a plain face, he was beardless, neither plump, thin, nor muscular. His eyes, they were very, very pale, the color of ice. His soft, hairless body. There was an agelessness about him, a stillness. Rage and joy looked much the same. Voice was so soft that men had to strain to hear it. Spoke so softly that men quieted to hear him. Eyes were paler than stone, darker than milk. His voice was spidery soft. His voice was a whisker above a whisper. He also has a very weird smell. Roos Bolton had a sweeter smell to him, yet no more pleasant. And he also was drinking Hippocras in preference to wine or meat and ate but little. This is a cold man, Catelyn realized, not for the first time. I don't think there is any other character that has such a specific description every time he appears in a POV. Every single time people are commenting, on his voice, eyes, and choice of drink. And the leeches. <laughs> Let's not forget the leeches. It is stated over and over again that he drinks hippocras and spiced a warm wine. And not only that, he is also very specific when he is saying to Arya to not spill a drop. The sweet but off-putting smell is also how Sipsy smells. This sickly sweet odor is often a sign that something is not okay. The dude's weird, and he sounds like an animated corpse. He's somewhat close to Coldhands, actually. Coldhands had a face that was very, very pale, 
Summer did not like the way cold had smelled, dead meat, dried blood, and a faint whiff of rot, and cold cold all over. He did not breathe, he did not sleep, he did not eat. His voice rattled in his throat, as thin and gaunt as he was. They sound very similar, thin soft voices but not pleasant, and they smell dead. But we know Coldhands is dead. Rouge does breathe. I mean someone would have noticed if he wasn't at all. And he also has kids, so he cannot be like Coldhands exactly. So White is out. And I'm saying it now, the other half of the Rouge is also not convincing at all. The other people Rouge reminds me of are the warlocks from the House of the Undying. The warlocks are also hairless and their voices are a whisper as thin as a mouse's whisker and they were blue and cold. The description is similarly creepy and disturbing, especially the wording regarding the voices. It is the same description almost word for word. He also has similarities with Bloodraven. He is not connected to a tree, but both of them are pale and look dead, yet somehow they're still conscious. And again, the description of the voice is creepy as fuck and almost identical. His voice was so soft that Bran had to strain to hear. And this is where I'm going to throw out the main idea. I think Roose is doing what the Undying are doing. But instead of shade, he's drinking weirwood sap, like the one in the paste Bran ate. That 99% had Jordan's blood too in it. And I know that it sounds weird, but hear me out. He is described very similarly to the Undying, to the point that I cannot get past it. But also, the trees. They both have vampire and dead things going on because neither Ruse nor the Weirwood sound immortal. They sound undead. Both are pale, connected to blood, look dead, and people are weirdly uncomfortable around them. They also have a creepy, excruciating silence that follows them and are described as ageless and still. We don't have other people being described as ageless and still because they are very peculiar words to say for a person. Ruse drinks mostly Hippocras and in general hot spiced wine. It is stated all the time that this is his drink of choice. He doesn't drink water that much and he drinks normal wine and ale, but very sporadically and not because he chose it per se. His taste in drinks is the same as my taste in men. Red, hot, spiced and alcoholic. So many things can't be resolved and covered in there, like sap and blood. And that would explain why he is so obsessed with Arya not spilling a drop. If you can do it with shade, you definitely can do it with weirwood sap too. The paste brand 8 is enough proof, I think, that it is possible. And it is described very similarly to the Shade too. Bran and Danny consume these things once. But at least for Shade, we know that constant consumption does have some weird side effects. It makes you kind of soulless, emotionless, immoral, and obsessed with immortality and longevity. At least this is the case with both Euron and the Warlocks. And Ruse is freaking empty as far as emotions go. Roos has no feelings, you see. This leads is that he loves so well sucked all the passion out of him years ago. He does not love, he does not hate, he does not grieve. And now that I send Euron, he is the only other person that his drink of choice is mentioned this much. Because, of course it is, it's some weird blue crap that stains, people would notice. But Roos's drink doesn't have a reason to be mentioned as much as it does. Kathleen is mentioning more than once. Jamie, Theon, Arya... And this is only one problem that Shade is causing. The second one is the physical changes. The longer you drink Shade, at least, the more corpse-like you look. None of them are breathing, and they do not move, and those eyes see nothing. 
Could it be that the undying ones were dead? How the eyes are described sounds like they are blind and blind eyes are pale. I know that their eyes are described as indigo in the same chapter, but if Rose is drinking something, it's not indigo, and the way it is worded gives the picture of blind eyes, and Rose's eyes have the color of blind eyes, pale like two moons. It also is stated that the undying are not breathing, so they don't have blood circulation, and this is something that Coldhuts also does not have. His hands and feet swell up and turn as black as padding. The rest of him becomes as white as milk. That would explain the constant leeching on his arms and legs and chest, because what the hell does bad blood even mean? And he said to Arya that often leeching is the key to longevity. Like, what the... So I am guessing he removes the blood before it turns black or something similar. Leeches clung to the inside of his arms and legs and dotted his pallid chest. Frequent leeching are the secret of a long life. A man must purge himself of bad blood. In Dance with Dragons, there was also this conversation. His blood is bad. He needs to be leeched. The leeches suck away the bad blood, all the rage and pain. No man can think so full of anger. Ramsey, though, his tainted blood would poison even leeches, I fear. He has described Ramsay's blood as tainted in many instances, but here he is talking like the taint is the emotions. He doesn't feel anything, he is completely empty and always calculating. Actually, he is so calculating because he doesn't have any emotions. It is very close to how emotionless the people that drink shade are, but also the training in the house of the undying. Now, how the freak the leeches remove emotions, I don't know. There is always the possibility of magic, though. Mel used them, and the amount of blood he removes every day is crazy. Now, the paste branate is hinted to be Jodgen's blood along with sap, and the trees themselves look like they need blood as well. And as I said before, Ruse and the trees are described similarly throughout the books. So it's possible that his sap drink also has blood in it because there are some pretty weird and graphic scenes with Ruse and blood and it makes me believe that he consumes it. Roose Bolton cut his meat methodically, the blood running across his plate. The Lord of Dreadford sopped up some of the blood with a chunk of bread. Or when Roose said about Rick, even his blood smelled wrong. What does he mean his blood smelled wrong? Rick was stinking a lot, and he was whipping him because he stole the perfume to cover his smell why they were in Dreadfort. That, from the description we get, I doubt it smells like flowers. How did he know that it was his blood that stunk? What the f- <laughs> Additionally, the Undying seemed like they wanted to drink Danny's blood too and bite her. Teeth found the soft skin of her throat, a mouth descend on one eye, leaking, sucking, biting. They also had a corrupted indigo heart in the middle of the chamber that I don't think was like that from the start. So I really believe that Ruse is consuming blood. He seems like very eloquent and knowledgeable gentleman on the matter to not be a creep that drinks it. As I said, the removing the emotions thingy sounds a lot like the training in the House of Black and White. And they have a, another big similarity. Skinning. This technique sounds similar to the one the faceless men use. We even have quotes like Roose Bolton's own face with a pale grey mask with two chips of dirty eyes where his eyes should be. 
The Boltons have always been as cruel as they were cunning, but this one seemed a beast in human skin. Though past 40 was as yet unwrinkled, with scars aligned to tell the passage of time. Now, that is very sus, and there are already many people that have suggested that they did skin people to wear them as the faceless men do, and it sounds like that to me too. The rival kings were wargs and greensears. Imagine if you could have the immortality, longevity that a greensear has, along with other pros I'm guessing, but without being tied to a tree. Because this is what the Undying try to do, stay alive and powerful forever. We know that you can live forever, kinda, by passing your spirit. Bloodraven said that their spirit goes into the trees or the animals they were bonded with when the body dies. But with time, little of the original spirit remains, it is slowly fused to the spirit of the animal or the tree and is absorbed completely. Bran could feel the children that had died and were inside the ravens in the cave. Someone else was in there. Some girl, I felt her. A woman of those who sing the song of the earth. Long dead, yet a part of her remained, just as a part of you would remain in summer if your boy's flesh were to die upon the morrow. A shadow on the soul, she will not harm you. Varamir tried to jump into another human before dying. And if you can do that, it is practically immortality, even though with time the spirits become one. Rue said that he didn't drop Ramsay because he saw his eyes and he was sure it was his kid, so that would make him a kinslayer. I mean, yeah, okay, but he could still be his son without his eyes. This is a bullshit explanation. If he's so devout and is afraid of being cursed because of kinslaying, he wouldn't even think about it from the start. Ruse's eyes are ghost grey, and he probably has the eyes with the most descriptions, along with the wolves and maybe Danny, but even her eyes don't have so many different descriptions, so they must be important. It is not necessary that all people with purple eyes can bond with dragons, or that only people with purple eyes can have the bond, but it is an indication that there is a possibility they can. Green seers also were different because of their eyes, and Jordan, a very good dreamer, has unnaturally colored eyes. So the almost white eyes that are mentioned, I don't even know how many times, are important. And Ramsey has his eyes. I think the eye color, like the eye color of the green seers, so the next bolt-on that you can pass your conscience into. Kind of like the green seers and the skin changers have their spirit in the trees and the animals after their passing. If the vessel is a human one, you are practically immortal. We don't know how Domeric was and if he had his eyes, but for sure there are not many Boltons. He brought Ramsay to Dreadford because he didn't have a successor. If I have understood correctly, we don't see other Boltons in general, brothers, uncles, something. It looks like it's just the two of them now. We have many household members, but not other family members. I think if someone has the eyes, means they can move into the next member that has the eyes. They are legit vessels, the next body. The rest are meat suits. They wear them like the faceless men do, because I'm guessing it would look suspicious if someone lived for many years and started to look like a raisin. Also, I don't know how functioning a body can be for so many years. I mean, Blood Raven is in tatters. His spirit is okay, but the body is not. So at some point, there must be a jump. And if the next person you can pass your period into does not come very often, like the Greenseers, 
it makes sense that Rouge would take Ramsey in immediately. Rouge is trying to remove whatever emotion Ramsey has, good or bad. I think that is because an emotionless vessel can be jumped in with more ease, same as skin changing, where we see that the more anger and fight an animal or person has in them, the more difficult it is for someone to skin change into them. After the jump, it would be mostly Ramsey, and he must be emotionless. Empty, like they told Arya, that she has to be empty of emotions too. This kind of skin changing, as we have seen with faceless men, is damn strong magic. And from Arya, we have seen you get the memories too. It is a huge advantage. Even bigger if the other person has abilities. Imagine how big of a cheat is to have the memories and abilities of your enemies, especially if they are magical like the Starks. This is it, more or less. We can take the hat off now. <laughs> I hope it makes sense, because this was not as short as I had in mind. I had already the script ready, and I thought it was not as long, but oh well. Anyway, if you stuck till the end, thanks a lot for tuning in. And if you enjoyed it, press a like and subscribe to the channel. Happy holidays, everyone, and have fun. Bye!